Hi everybody, it's Joey Remini and I'm from seekingbalance.com.au. I'm a vestibular audiologist and neuroplasticity therapist and I'm the founder of Rocksteady. And today I'm meeting another one of my Rocksteady community members. I'd like to introduce you to Carla from Canada. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's a real treat to connect with you and be on the call, be on the call together. Um, Carla, would you mind sharing briefly what your diagnosis was, what you were feeling when you first stumbled across me in your research? And then we'll sure. go from there. Sure, you betcha. Um, so probably about 16 months ago, um, I just kind of, to be honest with you, out of the blue, um, I was at work one day and ended up getting vertigo um, and got it for six to seven weeks straight acute. Um, went to, oh, it was just, it was horrible, but I ended up going the same route probably everybody else does. So I went to specialists and I went to physios and speech language pathologists and everybody that I could think of. Um, and at the end of the day, I was pretty much, the um, vertigo ended after about six or seven weeks, but I ended up with trauma from it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, sorry, and then I'm just trying to think at that point, it kind of turned into triple PD. Um, the diagnosis, it's kind of, it was a mixed diagnosis. So it was probably vestibular migraine. Um, but, um, I also had a physician who just said, you know what, I think it's a virus. I think you had a six week virus. Um, and so did I get an, uh, you know, a definitive answer at the end of it? No. And what I, I, what I want to share here for people listening is that is totally fine. It's okay to have a question mark diagnosis and maybe this, and maybe that, and maybe this and that, and yeah. we, we see that a lot. We hear it a lot and it does not impact healing. It's okay to not know the cause or the label and yeah. to connect to the body and really drop in to the healing path. So thank you for sharing that color. Yeah, no problem. And I, you know what, I got to the point where I, uh, you know, I think it was at that point when I couldn't, I'd finished the acute phases, um, but I was so ingrained in all the rest of it that I needed to reach out. And so I kind of hit a couple of sites and that's when I found the neuroplasticity and rock steady program. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of went from there, um, just, you know, read it, agreed or wanted to take the program, did that. And it was a struggle because I couldn't read, yeah. you know, couldn't look at the computers. Um, all of that stuff so I just but I wanted to do it so I found a way to do it yeah can you share with the listeners that process of dropping into the gentleness of going this is really hard for me I'm finding it hard to concentrate I'm finding it hard to use a screen I feel like I failed before I've even got there you know that kind of moment of having to meet ourselves in that dark place and difficult place yeah. and go I'm just going to edge in gently I'm going to do what I can I'm going to press play and close my eyes can you share any of those moments with listeners because it sounds like that's that's a part of your yeah experience. for sure and I you know what I I realized that it, like I everything kind of turned quickly overnight mm. so when I got through that phase um I was in actually a really dark place and I had a lot of suicidal thoughts um so I had to make a decision and that's you know, you start looking at your spiritual piece of yourself, right? Um, and so I had to decide, did I want to live, frankly? And if I wanted to live, um, 
I needed to, you know, I needed to find some strength that I didn't even know I had. Um, so I had to find that strength to allow me to start researching and doing the things that I needed to do to heal myself. I did find some, you know, amazing spiritual leaders. Um, and that was, and that was awesome. Um, I just, you know, I'm a good researcher. So I, I did a lot of that. And I just, I just kind of, you know what, honestly, it was moment by moment, pulling myself out of it. This is where I want you to share with people, because I think when we identify, most of us realistically will have experienced some level of trauma in our lives. Because sure. uh, there, it's a complex story and there, there's different types of trauma. But one of the ways we cope with it is trying to problem solve and fix and get to the bottom and find meaning. And there can be this yeah. really aggressive forcing of why is this happening? I need to know. And, and that's, that's, that's part of our strategy to feel safe. And that can be the part of us that's researching and looking. And then what I find when people come to a place of healing, and I'd love you to comment here, is they no longer need to do that. That's right. They've lightened the need to know. They don't need to Google it. They don't need to find mentors and leaders and they can hold the experience lightly. And I think that's the journey of instead of going out and researching out and yep. the rock steady path is part of saying, okay, let's stop that. Let's stop the goose chase and let's go within and listen. And I, and I think the process can be a little bit one foot in, one foot out in the beginning until we to put all of us in and go, oh, okay. Can you it talk is. a little bit about mm -hmm. that the healing of journey, the coming home and coming within journey? Yeah, I think, you know, I think you're just so scared to start with, right? Because you don't know what's happening with yourself. Um, and so you're trusting, you know, I remember saying to my husband so many times, but who's my care team? Like, who's my care team? I don't have a care team, right? And then I realized there's no care team. Um, you know, I've done the research. I you know, I'm a smart girl. I mean, I've done all of that stuff and all of these people don't really know what it is. Um, and so then I, that's when I actually had to step back and go, okay, you know what? I have to heal myself. I have to find, you know, as, as you know, as you've mentioned, right? You, I need to find that self-compassion, which I really didn't have um, as much before to, to truly just sit down and listen to myself. Um, to take rock steady. And I, and I really did. I mean, I took, I started with the scans and I made sure I grounded myself and I, you know, I did those tapping things to calm myself down because I could get in the shower. I couldn't listen to the wind. I couldn't anything that got my central nervous system going. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, so I really started tiny. I started five minutes, um, had a conversation with somebody and that's how I did it. I mean, I, I was a mess, quite honestly. Um, and can, I, looking back now, yeah. can you see that what we, at, in the time, we, we kind of resist and we judge ourselves and we say, I'm a mess. And there's a part of us going, I shouldn't be a mess. Looking <laughs> back now with the hindsight and the wisdom of coming to a deeper place of inner peace and arriving at that place of saying, oh, I'm, I was always healed gosh, what was I thinking? I wasn't a mess. I was tender. I was learning to be gentle. How would you word it now coming from that place of I've, I've arrived? Yeah. Perfect word was tender. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I was raw. 
I was yeah. raw, I was tender, and I was I was complicated and complex, and I didn't know. Looking back on it now, um, looking back on it now, I I was really strong. You know, I realized I have lived through cancer. I have lived through, you know, other things that other people have lived through, and I have. You know, I, I lived with humor and I lived with kindness and I realized the only person I wasn't being kind to was myself. Um, and so I, that was the journey for me was it kind of now when I look back, you know, I did a lot of hugging myself. I really did. I mean, I did a lot of, you know what you're, you, I think what I did, which I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not sure how to put it, but I would kind of take myself out of myself um, and I would, and I would look back. Um, and, and, and tried to say, you're, you're, you're okay. Like you're okay. And you're going to be okay. And you're going to make it. And you've got this huge support network of people that love you, but you love you. Um, and, you know, I, I learned that this, and I think I said it in something I wrote that this, that's what I learned in this process. I don't wish anybody, you know, to get stuff that is difficult, but man, I learned a lot about myself. Um, through this process and that voice you're referring to I would call that my inner wisdom or my inner witness for um, sure it's sometimes it's my inner elder the older Joey that's holding me and guiding me yeah. and I can talk yeah. to her whenever I want I can write her letters she can write me letters we can have like this this really incredible uh support team that's really my inner Joey's and then and then there's also the younger Joey's and sometimes she's looking at me and she's I'm holding her so there's, we, we do have this inner community of parts making up our wholeness. And I'm noticing the more I live and the more I'm willing to feel and be honest and raw and real and engage with my wholeness, I, I'm kind of meeting all of these really curious and interesting parts. And some of them are, you know, tender. Some of them are a bit ugly and, and perhaps even nasty. And it's uh, I'm finding this the rock steady process doesn't really end or start with, Oh, Hey, I have symptoms and then end with, Oh, Hey, I no longer have symptoms. I mean, it okay. could be that simple, but I think it's more for me anyway, it's been this really taken me by surprise, how it spiraled me into getting curious about more parts of me. Yeah. And actually symptoms are have long gone for me that I haven't had vertigo attended to symptoms now for years, but the process is still relevant. And when I have challenges in life, I can pause, stop and feel, listen and yeah. respond. Yeah. And, you know, module four, module five, a lot of those, we were talking before we hit record about integrity and how that, that's a really key quality and value you were mentioning. I relate to that. Absolutely. And so learning to be honest with myself and authentic starts with me having conversations with me so that I can have integrity with the outer world. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I think that's what I had to learn for myself because, you know, I have lived my life with a lot of guilt for no reason, but because I'm, I'm female. Um, and sometimes that's just a G on my forehead and I wear it everywhere I go. And so I've had to learn that um, I have, I've had to learn about that. Um, and, you know, I think what I said was I've, I haven't done the program just once because the first time I did it was to learn how to start my journey. I've probably done it 10 or 12 times because I go back when it's not about, you know, the not quite right feelings. When I'm having a day where I really need to 
body scan and really ground myself and really, you know, talk through a situation with myself, which may have nothing to do with vestibular issues. Um, That's what I've, that's what I've gotten out of it was, you know, um, and just having a day-to-day plan for myself. Like, what are you going to do today? What's your goals today? And if it's about integrity, you know, um, and I've, you know, part of the program was listing your values. And so I, I took that to heart and I spent a lot of time and I've always said integrity, number one for me, I want it to, I, I live that way. I work that way and I'm a parent that way. Um, and, and you're quite right because you can have your younger, the younger me was, you know, the younger me was so much fun and giggled a lot. And, and then you get serious as you get older, right? And then now I'm starting to find you can laugh and you can have humor in your day part of my healing was listening to comedians at night um, because I needed to giggle a lot because I'm not a real, uh, I don't really cry. So I, I laugh because you have to, you know, you got to get it out. So it was really important to me to find that avenue to do that. So I have found all those pieces in me that I um, have long forgot. And it's super, it's beautiful, frankly. And that, that's kind of where I'm at now with, um, connecting to my community I feel like saying we really need to keep this conversation much broader than symptoms because staying there is is frankly missing the point absolutely and the interesting thing is I naively started with that's why I built Rocksteady I built it for these people with with unknown conditions or complex vestibular conditions where the medical world was saying sorry live with it can't do anything try this medication see you later and I really wanted to help that community of people who were really being let down by the process and by the system and the interesting thing that surprised me now that Rocksteady's been alive and going the program for uh six years now I think is I'm just astounded at how it's impacting the whole person in all the richness of their life including going through cancer or people that had chronic pain issues that resolved, and that was a byproduct. Yeah. Um, that marriage um, relationship breakdowns are, help, are being resolved through the Rocksteady process. Mm-hmm. You know, parenting, I've had a lot of parents say, oh, I'm teaching my children self-compassion hands. In fact, I've got a two-year-old at the minute demanding cuddles, <laughs> and we're teaching him to hold himself and cuddle himself when we're not around. You know, so it's, it's, it really is the whole person, whole community, whole earth impact that's so much bigger than the not quite rights where it might originally start. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know what, I, I learned a lot about, um, I call it Mew, uh, Mother Earth in the Universe. Um, and so I spent a lot of time the, because I realized that you couldn't be anxious and great and full of gratitude at the same time. There's two feelings that you just can't have at the same time. And so I chose gratitude. And so I would spend my days going through, you know, here's your life. What are all the things you have to be grateful and not, you know, not to take up all my day, but I started that practice with myself. Um, and it also, it kind of led me through my whole life to say, wow, I didn't even know all these people were here for me. Um, and what, you know, all the things that I've done for myself. So the program, you know, I, I, I found the program because of the situation I was in, but I truly believe I got myself in a situation by not listening to myself. Um, and this book, I mean, every time I, um, just every time there's something in my life, there's just always, there's a nugget in there that I can grab. So it is not just about the current symptoms. It, it is a lifelong journey too, right? 
Can I ask, did you do the Rock Study program first or read the book first? Which order? I read the book first. Oh, well done. So some people go through the full program and then read the book. Both both work. I was just curious. Yeah. How, but the book I find is a great summary. Um, exactly. And, and, and then the program's, okay, well, how do I put one foot before the other and keep the questioning and keep the self-study and insights and also all the peer support and community. How did you find the live Rock City calls and the replays and, and having that backlog of really strong peer community connection and people's questions and the, um, how did you find that? I found it really supportive. I kind of listed for myself before I knew we were going to chat um, just with some of those, the, the, the highlights for me. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the highlights was, and I listened to every single one, really? I mean, I every single one. Um, and because I couldn't do much, so I would color and listen to it while I was coloring. Um, and I also found the Facebook, um, just being able to go on the Facebook and the comments from people and the wonderful um, just some wonderful support and the rah-rah that you get from folks where, and I love how you set it up to say, don't sit here and talk about your symptoms, talk about, you know, talk about the bigger things, talk about what you're doing to, for yourself. Like that was, that was so much better than getting sucked in to talking about why I'm dizzy in the shower. That's not going to help me. What I really want to know is how did you, how are you living your life now? How did you get through your journey? And that's what I found you know, in the conversations you were having with people. Um, and some of them were very emotional, right? Some of those conversations for people, because like I said, some people, there is no diagnosis until you realize, it, uh, you know, my journey was, this is a lifelong thing that led me here. I know that now, um, but um, it was, it's fabulous listening to all of them. Yeah. Oh, that warms my heart because sometimes I, 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 I kind of hope, like I hope people are really getting the value and, and clicking play and listening because these conversations are so heartwarming. They are. And even though I'm hosting them, I feel very touched and I feel so blessed to participate in them every single month. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you a question. I've lost my train of thought. Hmm. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> well, it was about... So we've, we've touched upon how it was really a, a, a difficult struggle and, and the tender, messy, mucky, icky places that you originally started at. How is Carla today? How is her confidence? How is her connection to herself? How is her connection to Mother Earth, to the planet? Can you paint a little picture for people of, of what, what might come? For sure. I, um, I'm in a way better spot. Um, I'm in a much better spot emotionally. Um, I do from a physical, I, you know, frankly, I do get the not quite right every day. Um, but I don't, one thing I learned was if it's, if it's a rocky day, it's only a rocky hour. Mm -hmm. you, you're not necessarily going to be in that and feeling that for your whole day. That was huge for me. Um, I remember so, learning that too. That was yeah. a really big stepping stone. And it's true because I can find three hours after that, maybe I had a nap, maybe I just rested, maybe I did nothing. Um, and all of a sudden, wow, like I feel so much better. Um, so I'm able to do physically, I'm able to do way more. Um, you know, again, I had this network that kind of pushed me to say, just come for a little walk, just come to the mailbox, just come to take your dog for a walk. Um, so I had some people kind of pushing me as well doing that, but I, I'm physically in a better place. Um, I'm emotionally in a better place. I have better tools. Um, I'm a nicer person to myself now. 
Um, my family will, you know, this weekend I hosted some family and that's the first time I've done that in two years. And they kind of just, you know, they just said, oh, it's so nice to have you back. Um, so it was, um, yeah, I just feel like, I feel like I've had a journey, quite frankly. And um, I'm, you know, probably 75%. Um, different than where I than my worst kind of time, um, but I can tell you, it, it was a totally different journey than when I was sick with cancer. There was a start and an end, and you're diagnosed, and you all those things. This you had to figure this out. You had to go deep on this, and you had to really trust yourself and really listen to yourself. And um, and I that's why I think I'm healing is probably because it's the first time that I've been compassionate enough to myself to do that. Can I share some keywords that come up for me in this process? Oh. And I feel like you're really reflecting them back to me. For me, the Rock City process has been deeply courageous. There's been a sense of willingness that I never knew I had in me, like a yeah. willingness to be tender, real, raw, inquisitive, yeah. to, to perhaps do things differently to how I'm told I should. This willingness to be really brave. There's been a soft, gentle trust that's come out of nowhere that I never knew I needed and never knew I didn't have yeah. until I was at that precipice going, okay, you know, it's, it's me holding me here. Yeah. Um, and Rocksteady had my back in some of those very dark moments when um, – when I did feel suicidal and I wanted out and I felt very confronted and conflicted as though I didn't fit in the world. And at, in those moments, I, uh, for me, this is a personal, everyone's different. You know, I would often talk to the moon or find a way, as you were mentioning earlier, to get out of myself and hold myself, witness myself, have a conversation that's a, it's a very deep, personal way. And for me personally, I, I found that those very dark moments of just feeling like I've tried everything and nothing works and I'm adamant and I'm tantruming. And <laughs> I think every time I move through those, I feel like I gain deeper trust, deeper connection, deeper compassion, deeper self-awe, self-love. And it's like, it's worth it. It's like, oh, it never feels dangerous or unsafe because they're never suicidal behaviors. They're just thoughts. It's just a place I'm visiting in my world. And I share it with people to normalize it because that is, it's okay to feel very dark. And it's really beautiful to meet ourselves and hold ourselves there and to then sort of go deeper into, okay, well, why am I alive? And what is my purpose? And how can I have impact on the planet? And coming out clearer every time and having more reverence and feeling the sacredness and the power of being alive and of choice, which is what we actually spoke about off camera. The having choice to choose how I show up, how, how I experience my body, my world and how I co-create my normal, whatever that might mean. Um, it's really powerful. And um, that's, I think for me, the gift of the, the Rocksteady program and process and coming back to values and the care team and the inner world, all of that has just been the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. And I think one thing that I tried to keep in mind for my, me personally, 
um, just from a spiritual is that I'm here because the universe wants me to be here. And I, my job is to figure out what my gift is. Um, how, and, are you, how are you going with that inner questioning? Well, you know what? I, I spend a whole lot of time in nature. Mm -hmm. um, I, I worked for many years and I, I have so many interests. And so now I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to explore all those so I can figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. And there are probably some that have been, you know, along the path of my life where I've given back, but I, I really feel like there's something I need to, I need to, you know, it's not this big thing, but it's just something. And it's, it's kind of fun trying to figure out what that is. I'm really, really pleased you shared that with us. And I'm, I'm not only excited for you, but I'm excited for the planet because more of these conversations, I think, have, a, have an ongoing impact and effect on the people around us and the people we're brave enough to share that with. And it's bringing to mind Robin Kimmerer Wall, The Braiding Sweetgrass. If you haven't read it, it's probably one. I have it. I have it, but I haven't had a chance to read it. Oh, okay. I think you are sound, you, there's resonance of what you're saying bringing that book to mind and one of the things is um I'm paraphrasing here and hopefully not too poorly but she she mentions like visiting strawberry fields and eating strawberries and how as a human being and in the ecology of the world and how we're all participating and we're all contributing something in that moment our role is to be appreciative to delicately pick the strawberries to taste the flavor and to just to engulf it and let nature enter us and be appreciative and it's like, that is our role. That is our gift. That is our purpose to appreciate, yeah. to be present. And I was like, no, there's got to be more. Surely I've got to save the dolphins. I've got to, yeah, true. I've got to, I've got to do more. And it's like, no, sometimes just pausing, being present and appreciating that rich connection to nature and her bounty. Yes. That is our role. And if you think about it, the more we're appreciative and present with nature, the more we we don't harm her the more we stay out of her way the more we let mother nature really hold us and nurture us instead of this having power over and destructive and unappreciative um, relationship to nature so I love bringing it back down to the simplicity of being appreciative being present that's the gift absolutely and that's how you put that lovely that's exactly right because I don't think it has to be a big thing it has to be whatever you were meant to be and to do. And I, I spent a lot of time with meditation as well, trying to be present, which is really difficult for me just because, you know, I'm all over the place. Um, but what I realized was when you start realizing you're not present, you're present, right? Because you start noticing these things and all of a sudden you're going, oh, I am present because I'm noticing that I'm not. Um, and so you start bringing yourself back, right? Um, and that's why I started spending so much time. I, you know, I love animals anyway. So I spend a lot of time in the forest. Um, and it's just, that's where my heart is. And so I know whatever my gift is to give back will be something there because that's where my love is for sure. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. And um, I'm hearing you and I, I, I'm also curious about connecting to nature more and seeing what that brings out, um, you know, in the future for me. Yeah, for sure. It's exciting, actually. Well, it's, it just feels right. There's a sense of alignment. And, and I think the older I get, the more I realize that as human beings, generally speaking, we, we're rather disconnected and absent. We're the opposite of present. Yeah. Um, and so the more I can come home to presence and connection and the tripping up and the hiccups and the falling over <laughs> and the coming back again, 
uh, the more I feel a sense of alignment and it just feels right. And understanding that I am nature. That's right. It, 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 I'm not, there is no disconnect. It's not them versus us. It's like we are one, we are all connected. My healing is your healing and so on. And um, I'm so pleased you found Rocksteady and you committed to the full program and that Absolutely. you did that spiral learning of dipping in and out and really taking it far beyond symptoms and not quite right sensations and into a deeper sense of curiosity and connection. Um, thank you so much for giving, gifting us your time. My last question for you, and you can take a moment to breathe and think this through, but if you had any guidance or encouragement for yourself 16 months ago, when you were in that dark place, and perhaps in the, in the thick of the research and the goose chasing, what little nugget of wisdom might you now offer that younger Carla? Mm, that's a good question. Um, probably, um, probably to trust your experiences that have brought you to this place. Um, and that while there are lots of supports out there, um, you are your best support um, and trust yourself. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Sounds like a good post-it note to have by the bed. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, you, um, you know, for whatever reason you started the book and all those things, um, it's, it's been a life changer. I, I sincerely appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a beautiful process on my side as well. So I might see you in another monthly call for our Rocksteady. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. So my name's Joey Remini. I've been chatting to Carla from Canada. Um, if you are interested to learn more about the Rocksteady program, visit my site, seekingbalance.com.au. And yeah, I just really look forward to meeting more people around the globe who are choosing to go through this courageous process gently, willingly, and hopefully somehow arriving in the heart in this place of peace where we can be gentle with Mother Earth and let her hold us as we appreciate her. Mm. So on that note, we might say a little bye for now. <laughs>